Susan slid the romaine leaf around the faded parquet bowl. It was too heavy with oil to curl through her fork. Larry Blake's special salad had more garlic than she remembered, and the Coke tasted oversweet. Still, everything had a certain pungency compared to the stewed tea on which she had been surviving in London for years. A jock sat down in the opposite booth, varsity most likely. He wore a pinstriped shirt under the Vaughn maroon sweater. Fraternities were popular again, she had heard, and everybody went to football games. Susan felt personally offended, as if the last ten years hadn't happened. What did the seventies reap but an excuse for apathy? They hadn't overcome anything except their own idealism. Not completely true, but Berkeley seemed the same as before the Revolution, right down to these sunset scapes of San Francisco Bay on the restaurant walls. Her first year at Berkeley, she thought this was what you called an art exhibit. Some things had changed. She used to like Larry Blake's restaurant for the art exhibits. Larry Blake's. What could you expect? Of course Guy would insist on meeting here, where they used to come for salads after studying. His conscience was a compass, always drawing them back around. Guy, her ex-husband, her first lover. None of the labels were either indelible or ephemeral enough. He was a ghost in her life. He would always be there, somewhere in the shadow of her former self. She looked at her watch and worried. It wasn't like Guy to be late. Occasionally, Susan still wondered if she should have stayed with him. She might have been saner, safer in their academic coterie, drinking more gin and less tonic, serving cottage cheese and mandarin oranges on Centura unbreakable side plates. But the whole marriage stretched between what-ifs and might-have-beens, and Susan was getting too old for abstractions. She used to fantasize about what image she would bring back for him. Successful critic, laid-back vagabond, mad politico, artiste. And she used to worry about what he would choose to see. The six years since their divorce had spun as dizzily as a projector on Rewind. Liberation, real one. Now she wanted to tell him all she had learned about their marriage, him and herself. All that she had discovered about being a woman, about coming from an immigrant, unschooled, working-class family. Although they had been married for seven years, they had, like most proper Americans, ignored the delicate issues of class. She wanted to tell him about her failed contributions to the Mozambican Revolution, about how she learned over and over that America was not the center of the world. And there was so much that was hard to speak in anecdotes. How she had moved from being a good Catholic girl to being a radical feminist. She wanted to tell him how she discovered she had a decent mind, and then that she had deep feelings and fervent commitments, and how she was just beginning to believe again that she had a soul.